guys. Welcome to the NBA version of the Sunny and G podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about what's going on in the NBA. Some interesting teams doing pretty well this uh, this year. Some of the young teams that we thought were going to be good. Some young teams we didn't think would be good that turned out to be really good. So let's start off with the one of the best teams in the league right now, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who up to a couple days ago were having a dream start. Uh, until the Josh Giddy allegations here, um, you know, potential allegations of him doing stuff with an underage yep. girl. So, you know, I well, I'm sure we'll hear more about it. The NBA has opened up an investigation into this, so we're not going to comment too much further um, on that front, other than just to say, if you know some, you know, Giddy does potentially have to serve a suspension if there's conduct that he's found guilty of. I mean, that's that. That's going to be pretty tough. He's, I mean, he's playing right now. He's playing today in the game against the 76ers. So I guess in this case, until more information is, you know, provided, there's, he's still going to continue to play. But, you know, they have one of the best records in the league. We're talking about this earlier. Then the number one point differential in the league. And for a young team like that, that's phenomenal. Right? Get Shays leveled up even more. And now he went from an all-NBA to a potential MVP contender. Giddy's playing better. Chad Holmgren, I think, has been the biggest X factor for the OKC uh, Thunder right now. He's a big guy who can shoot threes, block shots, play good defense. Oh, sorry, we're uh, sorry for that. Watching the game here, and one guy just got fouled on a three point attempt. Yeah, thirty seconds left. So we'll see what happens here. If these guys can get three free throws, or maybe a couple free throws, get the ball back, shoot a three, five points real quick. Yeah, no, the, you're right. This is totally. Like, yeah, we knew OKC was a good team and they'd be fighting for a playoff, playoff spot at least. But, like, coming up first, basically, in the Western Conference, yeah. that I don't think was expected. And seeing Chet, obviously, like, on another level right now, leading, I think, I in my eyes, he's leading the Rookie of the Year right now candidate. Just a little bit over uh, Wemby, just because I think he's doing, like, a lot more overall. With a lot less minutes, yeah. And just kind of being all over the floor and making that bigger impact. Whereas Wemby, they're kind of giving him way more minutes to actually get those points he's getting, get in with those blocks and steals. So I think he has the edge right now. And yeah, you know, Giddy not being there, I think they're going to just have to kind of roll the bench, which they've been doing pretty damn good so far in the season. So he is, I think, going to be a little bit more replaceable than he was before because he was a pretty irreplaceable guy last year because they needed a guy to score like, 15 to like 18 points a game. He was there, solid 15 to 18 points a game. He was still a young guy too, right? Yeah. Still a one plus two. He's got a lot of upside still. His biggest issue is still his three-point shooting, but he does so many, so many other things well. Like, he's a big dude too, right? Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. forgets. He's got like six seven, I think, six eight. He's technically your point guard when you play with Jen Shea. He's six five himself. He's more of a shooting guard. The fact that he plays phenomenal defense, he can pass, he can rebound, he can run fast break obviously his shooting is still the biggest concern and that's pretty much going to determine what kind of player and how much he gets paid to be honest because he's eligible for a contract extended after this year too yeah and with some of the allegations coming up and how the thunder are playing there's a lot going into what's going to happen with him in the offseason too right so a lot of factors going on there but again you know another another young team who actually owed their uh draft pick to the Thunder and we were talking about it earlier in the season we didn't think we'll do this well yeah. the Houston Thunder 
Not the Rocket Thunder Rocket. Oh, for gonna. I'll like, wait, damn, what are you the Thunder? It's not just like that cool name, like a Native American name. Mix the names up there for no reason, guys. Sorry. Just great intro. Just butchered it. Over two right now on intro. So um, maybe we'll just sunny talk the rest of the podcast. Around here, another Houston Rockets man. Like holy shit, they're coming in. You know, Rockets like on full, full throttle right now. Every single game, like all the guys are coming to play. Jalen Green's there. Uh, Sanguine, Sanguine, has been just ripping a patch right now. Like. Even uh, for some of my betting, like they'll put uh, him as like scoring like seven to eight points a game. Yeah, on the points low for a bet, and I'm always looking at it like this is crazy. Like he hasn't hit anything under ten, and these guys are willing to give him a <laughs> seven or eight on this, and I take it every time. This guy last game hit like 30, 30 plus points or something. I don't know how they haven't changed it by now. <laughs> they, right? they have not changed it. Him, KCP, there's a couple of guys that for some reason they just always think they're gonna do bad, but they're obviously on their respective teams doing well, but. He is a dominant dude, and he's a big dude too. Well, he can he can do a lot of things, right? Like he can you can play through him. You can, bait. I mean, the comparison right now, based on how he's progressed and the kind of style he plays, is a lot of Jokic. Yeah. the 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 term be used around is discount Jokic. Yeah. So obviously you can't be Jokic, but if you're the uh, if you're the Rockets right now, that's a huge sigh of relief. Just kind of seeing your guys. Go from stars to superstars because he was playing well until last year too, right? He had a he was doing well at the end of the season. It's nice for him to come out this year. I think the coaching has made a huge difference too. Yeah, um, you know, signing email Duka or do I think I, my, I think it was closer that time, but still, I mean, I like it. Uh, but he, you know, the coaching it makes a huge difference. They're calling timeout smarter. They're playing with more structure. Yeah. We talked about Van Fleet and um, what's it based? Uh, Dylan Brooks, they're shooting with, you know, they weren't very good shooters last year either, right? Yeah. So now to see, you know, Dylan Brooks has been pretty efficient. I think that's all. And he's decent a bit there. He plays a style that's helped out the Rocket. Van Fleet's been solid, being more of the point guard that they needed as well. But guys like Jalen Green, you know, the number three, or number, I think number two pick overall, He's leveled up into a guy who looks like a legitimate all-star one day. Sengun looks like a potential all-NBA yeah. player, right? Yeah. And now they kind of figured out, okay, we can play through Sengun. Jalen can score in there, too. Yeah. Everyone's got good roles. Everyone's, you know, guys are coming off the bench. Like, they've added some, uh, what do you call it, bench presence, too, with Jeff Green. Coming yeah. from the Nuggets, right? He's always been a solid role player. Obviously, coming off a championship season and playing really well for the Nuggets, too, right? Yeah. If you're the Rockets right now, I think it's it's nice to see that, you know, after years of being such a shitty-ass team, it's finally looking positive. Yeah. I know that we weren't going to discuss this, but this kind of leads me to another quick conversation I want to talk about. But the Detroit Pistons, yeah. right? We were saying, you know, we're talking about how the Rockets have found some role players and found some other guys to kind of help players out. But what is it, the Nuggets? Or not the Nuggets right now. Uh, Pistons, what, 12, 13 losses in a row. Yeah. Cunningham doesn't look that good right now, especially year three, and I know missed all of last year, right? So it's crazy just to see. I feel like it's hard to just put young players after young players on a team and say, go out and learn. Yeah. You need some veterans around them, which I issue with, the, you know, there's been guys that have been injured that should have been their presence too, but... 
you know, Oklahoma City finally started to add some veteran guys as well in the last couple of years too. Same thing with, uh, what do you call it, the Rockets right now. They've added some veteran guys. And so far, they've played well. Like, I mean, we were talking about in the offseason, combining 50-something million between these two guys, Matt Fleet and Dylan Brooks. And so far, it's been good. I don't know. Who knows what will happen in the next year or two. But so far, it's so good for the, the Rockets right now. Yeah. Fifth in the league in point differential. Um, you know, right below them is the Magic, who won six in a row themselves. Sixth yeah. in the league in point differential. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Like they're still still hanging around. They're still gonna. I mean, who knows if they're gonna be a potentially top seed in the actual by the end of the season? But uh, you know, they're they're showing the growth that we all expected last year after their rough start to the season. Yeah, they were a playoff team for about three quarters of the season, but they had such a poor start that they just couldn't make up that extra ground. Yeah, this year they look like a legit playoff team. Franz Wagner. That guy's doing Mancora, Mancora had a slow start, but he's played. Yeah, those two Wagner's on that team. They're the brother. He's the crappier one. Yeah. The, the one go, but the younger brother is good. The older one isn't good. Yeah. But I mean, he's playing like he plays decent. Decent. He's not like he's terrible. He's actually a decent player. Cause I was like, same way looking at betting and stuff. But yeah. I, one time I accidentally chose the wrong one. Oh, Cause no. I just saw the Wagner, but that thankfully, because the points were so low. So I was like, yo, what the fuck? Franz has been scoring like crazy. But it was a brother, but thankfully he still hit the number. Because <laughs> then I was like, holy shit, I forgot his brother was even playing and starting and stuff. So it was crazy. It was hilarious. That's actually so funny. <laughs> Both guys on the same damn team. Well, it's good for them. I mean, who knows? Keeping the one brother around usually helps keep the other brother around. Yeah. If you're a Bucks fan, you know all about that. <laughs> um, we'd, let's just talk about the in-season journey that they've had going on too, right? I think we're making fun of it early in the season. Would it matter? Does it even matter? Who's actually going to be trying? But I think you can see the guys try a little bit harder when those games are on. I don't know if the funky courts have helped or just the kind of different atmosphere around it, the tournament aspect, no matter what, right? But so far, so good. Like, I, I've been enjoying some of the games right now. There's some, some surprise teams that have come through, too, and then along with their contenders. But is there any team that's... In, you know, the teams that had revamped between the Kings, Lakers, Pacers, Pelicans, Magic, Bucks. Is there any team that really surprises you or do you think they all should be in there? I think those just looking at their records, they're all like the leading teams in each conference almost, like top like six teams. Yeah. So I kind of see them there. The only teams I think that surprised me that aren't at the top are teams like, you know, Golden State. OKC didn't do too well in those kind of matchups. Like mm -hmm. these are conference, like divisional matchups, a bit too, right? Uh, Mavericks, Nuggets didn't do so well in there. Yeah, you got uh, Toronto that kind of fell off a little bit, and then Miami, Philly, Atlanta, like a couple of teams that like you were expecting kind of push harder because it's funny in the beginning everybody's like oh this you know nba cup shit's not gonna really matter yeah. who cares about a cup but people forget these games all matter because they matter yeah. still to your yeah. record so if you do well in these games and this cup not only are you fighting for a cup you're getting 500 g's per player that's yeah. also going to go to a lot of fucking rookies a lot of vets that aren't even getting paid those kind of contract so 500 g's is a lot to some of those young guys because some teams have came out lakers are saying we actually want to win this for the our young guys, yeah. right? Yeah. And then again, these are going to add up. Like Lakers, Indiana Pacers, they're 4-0. That's four wins against 
teams that are kind of in your division, in your conference that are going to matter a lot going forward because they could be those tiebreakers in the playoffs. They could be like, you won four or five games already now, plus whatever you're going to have to win. Those are going to count against your record other than the final, I think. Yeah, the final game was one extra game that are yeah. going to be played by everybody. So, you know, you win the tournament, but you're only one of the downsides of the fact that you got to play an extra game, extra one there. But you're also going to win more money. And like you said, the, you know, for the some of the, like, no offense, even some of the older guys, yeah. depending on how they value money and things like that, like 500K, yeah. 500K, man. That's it. I know you guys, some guys are making upwards of like 40, 50, 60 million dollars, but yeah. Someone's like, here's 500K. I'm sure they have some level of motivation in this. So if it's 500K and that's for the winning team, winning team, but they play in Vegas and then they're going to get taxed on that. It's going to be a Vegas tax. It's so how the NBA, it's all sports, uh, you get taxed in the state that you play the game. Yeah. So let's say you played five games, for example, you played three in Texas, one in Cali, one in Canada. Yeah, you get taxed in each state or province that you play in, and that's how they end up getting it. So that's perfect. If you're 500k dependent, but you also have to pay your like player dues and all the other yeah. stuff. But the only actually that part I'm not 100 percent sure because this is not a it's not a regular salary. It's right? Not a regular salary. It's kind of like a bonus. So I think they don't have to pay the same kind of taxes, uh, not the taxes, but some of the other fees. Like I know Nevada doesn't have a income state income no, tax. They don't. But then if this is a bonus, they probably should. You're right. There's still gonna be all that fees and all these little things that you still have to end up paying for that 500 G's coming to you probably right you're still gonna be I mean if some guy makes 500 G's probably netting around 200 250 after which is still good sure would but I mean that's net 200 250 right You could buy like literally a rookie can grab that and just like pick up a house in the states. Well, so, especially with like some of these rookies, they're only making like I don't know the you know I think it's like around like one two three million even on the you know some of the first rounders make a little bit more money, but for the most part, these guys are not making crazy, especially if you're like say a second rounder or yeah. late in the first round. Late. It's a big chunk of change. You know, if you're the first pick overall, you make like 11, 12 million dollars in average. Yeah. But say it like here, but like, you're also like 18, 19, 20, like whatever. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys, that's a lot of fucking money. That's a chain. Hell yeah. It's a full on brand new top of the line chain. or a house, yeah. man. You, if you're you're fine, just saying, like, which some yeah. guys are going to do, yeah, like, or that is going to be the guys that are going to go and buy a. Diamond chain for the two hundred fifty thousand, and then the the value of the thing drops by half once they put the diamonds. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like some guys are smart like that; they're going to invest their money wisely, and some guys aren't going to do it wisely. But at the end of the day, that's a lot of money for some guys to have in their pocket. Oh, blew the layout. Whoa, blew the top. Um, (laughs) what now? We got the Lakers and Tabs game on the background. LeBron looking ageless. Got twenty years, and he's still funny. Obviously, he doesn't play as much as he did in his prime. His defense isn't quite there, but on an offensive like level, his mind is kind of reminds me a little bit of Aiden Manning and like even the, the like the Brady's and the Greats. Like even though their body deteriorated, yeah. they're still able to make up so much of the. They're able to do so much thing because they're so smart. But it's like, crazy because this guy's body still hasn't deteriorated. He, he has his body. Well, it, well, we looked the last five years. He yeah. looks as he's a bit has said more injuries, right? Yeah, no injuries. He still looks the same. Yeah. He looks a little lighter on his feet. Unfortunately, he's had some foot injuries. And obviously, when you're fucking 21 years in the league, you lead the league in minutes played all the yeah. time. You're gonna have these wearing terrible. When he does play and when he's been fairly healthy, he's one of the top players in the league at the end of the day. He might not be an MVP contender anymore, but he's also 21 years in the league right now. That's solid, right? 
that so, first ankle when he got from Solomon Hill, that injury, that ankle injury never went away. Yeah. It stayed there, stayed there. It kind of got worse because that was uh, when he got the one where it was almost like a, it was kind of in between. I mean, he got that high ankle sprain. Those and it, are the worst, man. It was like in a weird spot. And it was funny that I played that guy in uh, golf. Oh, Solomon Hill and didn't notice his ass and I was being so <laughs> nice to him too. Then I find out later from Hassan that this is the guy that did that ankle injury. I would have been a little... I would have put some questions out there while playing golf with him. Well, I mean, if you get hurt playing NBA, it just kind of shit happens, right? Yeah, hell yeah. It's part of the game. For, for him, he, got he was healthy for so many years that he's bound to eventually run it. Especially when you play the hyper yeah. minutes in the league, right? But, and that's like a that's like an expected injury to you. Something in your feet giving up. You see a Kobe, all these older guys. Like, something happens to your ankles and feet and your calves, right? Like, you're... Predicting that is something like that's going to get injured. Well, at first, you know, once you get older, obviously we know about it, but we're not athletes that level. Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a tweak in your 20s would be yeah. a full on two week injury in your 30s, right? Yeah. So the fact he's still doing what he's doing at the age that he's doing it at is phenomenal. Uh, he looks hurt right now or something. He got hit in the face. Oh, sure. Uh, let's, I guess, well, you know, we did talk about the Lakers, so they did pretty well. They got some injuries. So, LeBron looking hurt right now, too. Yeah. Rui's out with a nasal injury. Vincent's got some issues. So, you know, they need to survive the next little bit without some of these depth players. And yeah. that puts more strain on guys like LeBron and AD. So, yeah. that's going to be something I'm worth monitoring over the next couple of weeks here once uh, with all the guys out. Especially with AD's injury because they're saying it's going to probably be a the, the long The later it's those hip, like, gonna stick you just bang and crash. Yeah. And, like, you know, the only way you can properly... <laughs> let it heal is honestly by just taking time off but otherwise you can play through it yeah and at some point it just becomes a pain management thing yes yeah, so. um so i guess that's pretty much it for this week's nba conversation yeah uh we'll be back with some nfl some nfl fantasy next year guys